By the way, what do you guys think of this? Uh, it's now 17-13, by the way. The, the Warriors were up 17-4 at one point against San Antonio. They're playing in the Alamo Dome right now. It has that feel of like a Final Four game yeah. with the crowd, the way the camera's sitting. Yeah. It's kind of more level with the court. It looks bigger. It looks different. It's interesting because one of the things you always think about, and some players will say this, it's probably more at the college level, but you also have more of those games at the college level than at the NBA where like in these big, essentially football stadiums, the depth perception with the basket is just, it's different. It's harder for some shooters. But I feel like that's going to be more of an effect. It doesn't seem like it's affecting them too much. It's not like this is a really low-scoring game to start, but I've only caught it, you know, as I can while we're doing the I show. I love the Alamo Dome so I, much. I think it's it's so cool to see. But these it's different. These guys are spending all their time perfecting their skill as a basketball player. In college, there's still there's limitations. You know, they're pretending to go to class if they're not actually going to class. Like, there's other things going on. I feel like it's not going to affect pros as much as it would affect college You know players. what's cool is that they blacked out everything except for the first, like, 10, 15 rows. Like, like Capital yeah. One Arena should for That's the Wizards, exactly right? exactly what they should do. <laughs> you like, like you like the, uh, the, the dim arena. You like the, the romantic lighting in a game. Everything past what you can see in terms of looking at the crowd is completely dark. Like Staples Center, like Madison Square Garden. Very sick. Did the Spurs equipment manager leave their jerseys back in San Antonio so they had to borrow the jerseys of the Vancouver Grizzlies? Do you not remember these these jerseys? You know, so you know what these jerseys are not re- really, for, right? I don't really. They're, I thought this was the Vancouver Grizzlies, not even. <laughs> I thought big country Bryant Reeves and Sharif, uh, oh, Sharif Abdul Rahim were going to run out. And Blue Edwards. Mike Bibby. Uh, this is actually an ode to the, what, 96 All-Star game? I think so, I think yeah. it's the 96 All-Star game they had in San Antonio. Those were the All-Star jerseys, essentially. That's what it looked like. San Antonio did have, like, alternate colors. Their court was that color for a while. I do remember. <laughs> I can't keep up with the jerseys nowadays, man. After the city edition, everybody's got new jerseys. There's multiple city editions. Uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm I'm not the biggest fan. I just like the throwbacks. I like you know, like I like seeing the Bucks and their old purples. Yeah. The Bulls, they don't really have a throwback. Seeing the Rockets with the big old Rockets logo from the '90s on there, yeah. I like those. Yeah. Although I, I like the city, some of them, some of the city uniforms are just ugly as hell, but some of them are great. I don't mind it. Look, the NBA knows what they're going to do, right? Like, oh hell yeah, they're they're going to sell these things. They're going to make a ton of money off of them, and it's exactly what's happening. Nike is printing money yeah. with this, you know, with all these jerseys. So I get it. Oh, when I was a kid, man, the Bulls introduced those black jerseys, and they would always lose whenever they wore them. Yet I had to get every. I had to, I had a Coo Coach. I had a Ron Harper. Those one were I good jerseys. So bad, but Ron Harper. You, yeah, yes. you needed the home because you can't go to a home game like a home game like a schmuck wearing the road jersey. Right? You got to have the home jersey on. Facts. And then when you go and you make the trip maybe to Milwaukee for the cheaper tickets, then you got to have wear the, the road, road jersey. And if they're not wearing the blacks, you got to wear the red. You can't be wearing the blacks when they're wearing the red, right? That's so right. the NBA does know what they're doing. Then yep. it's kind of like um, when guys started changing their number. When LeBron went from 23 to 6, mm-hmm. back to 23. Kobe went from back 8 to, to 24, RIP. Back to 6 again. Jordan went to 23 to 45. One time Jordan just forgot his jersey. So more 12. To, yeah, more yeah. 12. <laughs> Yeah, that that's the way to do it. I would change my jersey number every year. Really? Yeah. I think that's whack. It's not that easy though. You have to You have like, to submit for I'd it. Say, and you have those to, parents. You have to buy up, I think, some of the jerseys that are unsold too if you yeah. change it within a certain amount of time. Yeah. And the players don't really even get all that, so it doesn't I wouldn't yeah. really do that. They I wouldn't be, get I, none of it. I wouldn't be a jerk, you know that. You just want to be chaotic, that's I'd, all. I'd do it all for the kids, man. That's all that it is. So I'm, I'm yeah. already doing it all for the kids. That's why I do this show. You are you are here for the kids. Literally your kids. And that's yeah. that's what matters. Yeah. Well, you know, I love Luka. Braces ain't free. I love Luka Doncic like a kid, especially after last night. Me Again, too. That's why I've got my Hallelujah shirt that was actually given to me as a gift when I started professing my love. I am, and I know there's nobody here in this room that can actually vouch for it, I am the founding president and CEO of the Luka Doncic fan club. He may be my kid. We're yeah. from the same country. I mean, right? he might be. You guys look similar. Same height, you yeah. know, build, everything. Like yeah. it's. 
You know? His mom's pretty young. She's yeah. she's a beautiful, attractive there you lady. Go. Unfortunately for her, though, I'm taken. My wife got the big prize. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, Miss Luca. <laughs> yeah. Luca's the favorite at three to one to win MVP, and he's going to be sitting around there near the top, if not that way. With the the way that he's playing, he's not going to drop more than like second, and it's going to take somebody like Tatum to have a massive, you know, a massive jump. Uh, we, the NBA's got a lot of stars, a lot of young stars. The future is certainly like it's bright for this league. These guys keep it up. You're gonna have we we continue to have this influx of young, instant successfully talent in the in the NBA. Instantly successfully, it's not really a word, but you get what I'm trying to say. But if if you were looking at like okay, so Luca's 23. Let's take him out of the equation because I feel like that's such an, that makes the question that you're gonna ask so obvious. You know what I'm gonna too. okay? Because right. Luke Luca's 23, but like in basketball age, he's like 29. He's been right. playing professional basketball since he's 16. And you know, and we're you know, all taking. And him, plus, right? you know him. Well, you know, I'm going <laughs> yeah, to. I mean, I'm I literally am. wearing a shirt with what I'm about to ask you. All right, so taking Luca out of the equation, <laughs> yeah, okay, then. good. Yeah. Jason Tatum's 24. John Morant's 23. Zion is 22. And Paolo Banquero is 20. Which one of those guys would you want to start a franchise with? Ja. Who would be your cornerstone? Ja. Ja. Without think, a hesitation from you. I, well, because I think night to night, he's the most electric player on earth. There's no, no game where Ja does not do some crazy ass stuff. Are you trying to sell tickets and get fans? Or yeah. Are you trying to win a championship? Or are you trying, trying to, to do both? I'm trying to have a balance of both. Okay. And so I think Ja is plenty capable of putting a team on his back and going on a title run. But I think also he's, truthfully, I think he's an easier player to play with uh, than Luca. Like Luca's a difficult player to play with. His usage rate is higher. Yep. He just has a different cadence. To How the much way of that, that do you think though is because we saw like last night Tim Hardaway Jr. and you know um, Reggie Bullock just missing open threes left and his right. His expected assists are very high, and so he does pass the ball willingly. But he really does look to get his own shot, right? And you know he's a good shooter in crunch time. Jaw is not uh, from deep specifically, but I just feel like Jaw has a little bit more versatility in the type of a player he is. I love Luca. I just think yeah. like you have to have certain players around Luca to be successful, and I think you could put almost anyone around Jaw in order for you to start to win. Especially like if you have another backcourt mate that can play some defense with him, and he, he's like a, an above average defender. Mm-hmm. You know, mostly gets steals and blocks. Doesn't like not great at point of attack, which actually makes him a great defender in today's NBA. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. But in terms of like electricity level, jersey sales, you would sell it every single game. So you go with Ja, huh? I would. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad. Then I got a different answer. I love Ja. I would definitely have him as my point guard, but I'd have to go Jason Tatum. And I can't believe that Jason Tatum is only 24 years old mm-hmm. because it seems like he's been in the league for a decade. And I know that joke's become old, but every year his numbers get better. He's having a career year. And I know the numbers have dipped a little bit, but last year, even with the injury, pretty much led Boston to the finals. I love Tatum. He's a plus defender. He's a good defender. He yeah, can he rebound. He can facilitate and he can get buckets. And I love Ja, but it's just, it's a wings league. Like I want a six, eight guy. That could get to the basket. I love Ja, but I just worry, like in a playoff game, if he's my best player, they're just going to put a six, seven, six, eight wing defender on him on the perimeter and shut him down. So I would need somebody to get buckets. And Tatum could do that. Uh, I'm a little angry with him for what he did to me in the NBA Finals because I had them 35 to one he to win the Finals, and he got hurt and disappeared. He was hurt though. But he was injured. So, so I'll give was Ja in the playoffs? But at least Tatum went out there. Oh God. I know. I know. I'm not. <laughs> ja literally could not play. I'm yeah. not doing that. I'm not. I would go Tatum though. He's only 24, and I think he's uh, going to be around for a long time. He's going to win a couple MVPs, a couple titles in Boston. So I'd go Tatum, but it's tough. I mean, Ja's great. If Zion could stay healthy, I he think can't he'd, be stay the, healthy. he'd be the easy answer. Zion gets crossed off the list for me. I've I've always, I mean, he's fun to watch, but I've never trusted just his body. Like, it just you right. don't think he's going to stay healthy. 
taking Luka off this because obviously I'm going Luka if we have him on the list. I love Tatum, uh, but I also love Ja. But I may surprise you with the answer I'm about to give you guys. Paolo Bencaro has the potential to be an absolute star in this league. At 20 years old, the guy's down in Orlando averaging 21 points and 7 rebounds, 4 assists a game. Just a few games in the NBA. I mean, right off the bat, steps in there. He's a 20-point-a-game scorer. Felt like he just belonged in the NBA. And at just 20 years old, he's putting up numbers that are similar to, you know, Jason Tatum three years in the league. Or, you know, maybe not Luka, but John Morant. John Morant wasn't playing like this early on the first couple of seasons in his career. So I look at the ceiling as being even higher for someone like Paolo Bancaro. Now, Again, there, a lot can happen when someone's just 20 years old and it can change. But if you're taking all these guys, you do kind of factor in age a little bit. Now, granted, we're talking about 23-year-olds versus 20-year-olds. Like, they're all young. They're young by NBA standards. You're fine. Then again, like you said, right, 23 right. for, for Luca is he's been playing since he was, like, professionally since he was 16. So it's a little bit different. But Paolo Bencaro's upside and his ceiling is as high as anybody in the NBA right now that's a young player. And I, I just—the Orlando Magic were—it was— They've got a bright future with that young roster they have, and obviously we're all hoping they win the division because we all got some money riding on that. Yeah. But the way that they have run this team and found this young talent and put it together, and they were taking and taking Ben Carroll number one overall was the right choice, one hundred percent the right choice. No Absolutely. other choice to make. Yeah. Yeah. So well, Jabari. No, I'm kidding. No, no, they made absolutely the right decision, and it's working. We need our magic to win the division.